on axes, armor, and amulets. The party dispatched a couple hill giants before hitting the long road north to Long Saddle. On their journey, who will they encounter? Come find out this week on episode 50, Tumbleweeds, a Dragon, and a Cat Named Pal. Welcome back, everyone, to Axes, Armor, and Amulets podcast. <laughs> Episode, what is this? 49. 49. 49. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. I'm still surprised we've, been, we, we've managed to make a 49 episodes. I mean, do we even want to count how many games we've played for Giant Slayer? Oh my god. Got a pretty good track record for uh, just just plugging along. Hundreds. Easily. Hundreds. Yeah. It was it was practice for the podcast. Yeah. Right? Exactly. We were practicing yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> and that would have been fire if it was recorded. Oh. You know, part part of me is sad that we didn't do Giant Slayer. A part of me is happy because Giant Slayer has been done a couple times on podcasts. Um, yeah. And what you're saying is we need to do Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen next. I mean, I do have that Adventure Path book. I just saw it advertised on dra- the official Dungeons and Dragons Facebook, and it looks very good. I, yep, I have both of the books for the Adventure Path. Um, also, isn't that Dark Paladin that I pictures of all the time in that specific world, if you will? I am not sure, actually. I haven't even read them because I've been too busy reading this one. Well, I'm playing Evil Paladin if we do play those. I don't care. <laughs> That's just going to go so weirdly with my characters because I don't think I can play Evil. Playing an evil character is a really interesting balance because with evil characters, I mean, they're usually selfish, you know, motivated by personal gain, etc. So there has to be a hook that is more important for them to work with the party than there is for them to work alone. Yeah, how did Og do it? Og wasn't evil, was it? Yeah, Og wasn't evil. No, he was just a slave. If it makes you feel any better, or that makes you feel better, if it it helps the explanation, Declar joined the party because the party was going to a place where he needed to go to get more power. Until he became friends with the party, and then obviously... And then friendship kind of the power of friendship. He he literally chose the power of friendship. Yeah, whenever I play an evil character, I always do the trope where he he slowly turns into neutral good through interaction with the party members and and creating friendship. If you guys could stop talking about Pansy that way, I'd really appreciate (laughs) it. I feel like called out. Are you redemption path? I didn't it's know she path. 
evil. It's difficult to play a D and D evil D and D character when you're a good person. So yeah. it's a- that's why I'm probably never going to try. It <laughs> it is it is hard because, like I said, you have to have a reason that is more compelling than your own personal gain to work with the party in a way that is actually cohesive, if that makes sense. Like, if, you, if you're if you with the party because they're headed in the same direction that you're going, or they're looking for, you know, an artifact that is also in the same dungeon you need to be going to for your ancient powers or whatever the case may be, like, you're just going to let them die. Unless there is a reason for your character to help keep them alive. And that's something that, as a player, you have to find reason for in conjunction with your DM. Yeah. Uh, evil, evil characters are a lot of fun, but there is a very fine line in, in running one. As, yeah. as both a player and, and a DM. Mm-hmm. And me personally, when I play evil characters, I am not a fan of the redemption arc. You, you're gonna let my character be a bad some bitch, and he's going or she is gonna be a bad some bitch till they die or they complete their objective. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe next time I get to be a player, I'll play a bad character. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Ralphio too. No. Ralphio <laughs> was not evil. No, he was just going to be an ass until I threw goblin, a crying goblin at him. I don't think I've played an evil character with you guys. I think as an NPC, you encountered a couple of evil, you know, potential DMPCs. But mm-hmm. anyways. Okay, so we're on the long road and we're headed <laughs> to where again? All right. So you guys, uh, having started to venture through Star Metal Hills realized that where you're trying to go could be literally anywhere. And that you think it's on the northern side of the Star Metal Hills. You found evidence of a tribe of the Earth Guard barbarians. Was it the, the Grey Wolf tribe? Which, yep. with the successful history check, you guys learned were a bunch of werewolves that are going to Murder everybody. Murder us. Um, so we went. Mm, let's go to the locker. Yep. Let's uh. Let's take <laughs> let's the trail the <laughs> and go the safer way. So you guys, you know, exited the Star Metal Hills, went back to the long road, encountered some hill giants that seemed to be in a level of disagreement about where the next, you know, settlement was that they could go and attack people and get things, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, finally made it back to the long road. Didn't we find a map that they had or something? I don't remember. No, you guys had a map. Oh, okay. Peter's holding a map. Yeah, you guys are holding a... uh, Peter's got a map of essentially the Savage Frontier. Uh, Yeah, so you got a map of the Savage Frontier, which basically shows you, you know, where the roads are, different cities, uh, towns, etc., so you know that you're right around that southern tip of Star Metal Hills if you're looking at the map. And you know as long as you stay north on the long road, you will head or you will run right into Long Saddle where you can regroup, buy some more equipment or um, 
supplies, whatever you need before you head back into Star Metal Hills. Have we gotten rest since the fight? Uh, I do not think so. Don't think so either, because I'm still. So. We haven't. I don't think we have yet, because I think we pretty much ended with the fight and then got back to the road, and that was it. Yep. All right. So we'll say uh, uh, just for ease of convenience that you guys, you know, when you got to the long road. It was starting to get dark, you know, because I'm a nice GM like that. So you guys set up shop, took a little nap, you know, got your long rest. It's the next morning, and you guys are now headed north to Long Saddle. Long in the saddle. Let's see. I actually, one thing I forgot to check was the distance from where you're at to Long Saddle. It, yeah, looks, it looks like it was a decent looks, distance. It looks probably about three days traveling on the road. Random encounters. Fortunately for you guys, since you killed those manticores, this is a pretty populated road again. Yay! Oh. We did something on the good side! For the first time ever! Without really knowing it. That he dropped. What did you say, buddy? Do, do I find all of Og's arrows that he dropped? Uh, nope, no, that was very south. 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 of Chibor. That was way uh -huh. down by Westbridge. Um, did anybody pick up Cornelius's um shield, shield? bear trap, nope. and torch? Nope. Nope. Nah, we're we're, we're good. We're, we're we did not. Emma will replace them. I mean, we're we're good right now. I I think just because I found out the whole uh, crossbow expert and yes one handed thingy that I had to have. So mm -hmm. on the road again. On the road again. Uh, and I, let's see. Oh, go ahead, Jake. I can say if anybody finds the shield, it's a shield for a halfling, so it's not going to be a very big one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, knee pad, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna use this to protect my child's back. <laughs> it's a cup. <laughs> I'm your child? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> that was out of character. Brain function. Someone please make my brain function. Road again. All right. So as you guys are heading north on Long Saddle, I need. Uh, oh, we still had unused a D100 from last recording. So let's use that one. No, I don't want to find the uh, the dice roll. So I need three of you to roll me D100s. I will. On it. 34. That, there's 24. 16. Oh, 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 oh. oh, great. I don't like the sound of it. We all made him laugh. Yay. You, you step into a bear. You. <laughs> <laughs> and catch on fire from a torch. 
How did he... <laughs> Suddenly the torch, the shield, and the bear trap are there, and we step on it. <laughs> as you guys are... As you guys are traveling this road, you know, and it's in the plains next to Star Metal Hills, so there are some rolling plains. Uh, you know, you've passed by a couple travelers. Everyone seems to be minding their own business. I need everyone to roll a perception check, please. Perception. Seriously, I'm going to need a better perception. Twelve. Four. Five. <laughs> Don't fail us, Pansy. Don't fail us, Peter Pansy. Uh, Twenty-one. Thank you. Pansy, you're looking out in the plains, and these plains, you know, they've got, like, beautiful golden grass, you know, not even, like, the green, but it's like that very earthy, like, weepy, cut or what is it, a cattail, you know, wow. like, very healthy, earthy tones in these plains. But something catches your eye. There's, like, a, a lump of gold that is not moving in the breeze on one of the hills. Uh, Peter is going to um, nudge Emma and but. say, there, on that hill. Emma is going to stare at it. You're, uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not seeing anything. I don't see it. Um... I mean, if you're concerned enough, we can walk over there and check it out, I guess. I, I... Yeah. I want to get closer to it. Right. Emma's gonna follow, okay. but she's gonna stay about 20 feet behind Peter, okay. since she knows Peter's, like, stealthier. I think, I think Cornelius would go up um, sort of with Emma. Um, Emma would motion for the re- like for for Radiant to follow as well. Torben's gonna follow. Yep. Yeah, I mean, she figures Torben will follow Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is accurate. <laughs> All right, you guys start moving up. Pansy, are you trying to be stealthy? Um, considering it's an open plain and broad daylight, don't think we can really uh hide. We really but can't. You be quiet. Yeah. Like if it's if it's a sleeping something, if you're quiet, you might not wake it up until you can see what it is. I mean, I I think just a, a steady move through, as if we're wind. Okay. But I mean, we're not talking and carrying on and whatnot. But we're moving towards it steady. Okay. Yeah. You guys are are walking steady towards it. You know. Just going to go check out what this lump of gold is. When you kind of hear this... And from the grass lifts this copper dragon's head. And it does the... Oh my goodness. And you kind of see it stretch its wings out. Kind of... And he looks over to you guys. Oh, hello, little folk. Hello. Torben falls one knee. And Viridian falls. 
She's already petting the dragon. Torben falls to one knee in reverence to the dragon. Uh, oh, such rivalry is not needed. Uh, and it kind of like lays on its side. You can kind of see like the carcass of what must have been some wild creature that it must have munched on and fallen asleep, you know, next to its body. You guys ever read the book The Muffin Muncher? It's about a dragon that loves to eat muffins, and I read it as a child. Um, and that's what I'm picturing, is this big, fat dragon just sitting there with a pile of half-eaten muffin wrappers next to him. <laughs> not not a bunch so of them, but it is... It is... <laughs> Yeah, that's why uh, revelry is not needed. Cornelius is like a uh, elbow and Corbin like this is the second dragon we've seen, buddy. You think this is the one? Corbin's <laughs> uh, gonna say uh, one should always show deference to dragons, even if they're nice. It's important if one doesn't want to be a burned little crisp. Yeah, good. Good to play this one safe then. <laughs> Always put safe around dragons. Viridian's gonna sit cross-legged in front of the dragon and say, like story? <laughs> "Yeah, like story time." She's just, like Viridian. this little halfling. <laughs> I can. Oh my god! The What's your name? I am the mighty Vexalanthus, though some might call me the lazy Vexalanthus. <laughs> then like takes a bite of the food uh, it has been good very good hunting the last several days what Peter's gonna say I'm I'm very glad you're well fed ah uh, you wouldn't happen to know if there's any ice giants around we're looking for one named uh a harshnag Harshnag, and he's now uh, Harshnag, you say? Well, I haven't seen an, a frost giant, but I did see a commotion of giants a couple days ago uh, at the old tower just north of here a little bit, at the crest of Sunbrin Hills. Hmm. Wonderful. Along the road or in the hills? Oh, it's not far off the road. I would only say uh, maybe a two or three hours journey off the road. It used to be some sort of uh, uh, like a, a way station, if you will, for the long road. And it was left in the forms of decay many years ago. I don't quite remember when. Is it visible from the road? Uh, maybe in its heyday, but I, d I don't believe it is now. Uh, we do have rather different perceptions <laughs> as it, like, stretches its wing again, you know? <laughs> yes, it must be nice to fly. <laughs> I can't imagine traveling otherwise. Uh, <sighs> thank you very much for the information, and uh, please be careful out there. The giants are having some troubles. Oh, that is well known to most dragons nowadays. And yes, I will. But this, and he like stands up, you know, freaking half 
chewed up meat dripping out of his maw. This, this dragon needs to go and circle his domain again and make sure no interlopers have decided to lay claim to any of my abode when I have been munching. <laughs> Fare thee well, small folk. Good hunting. And he... Bye, Vexy! Very, like... Bye -bye. Very lazily, like... Almost... Like, bumpy as he's flying into the sky. Like he can barely get off the ground. He's bubble, bubble. And not, not in, like, a... I'm so heavy, my wings barely work, but, like, I'm half asleep and food coma, and I still need to do a few things kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. We did it, Tor. We chased away another dragon. <laughs> I don't know what it is about us. I mean, maybe I smell, boss. Maybe I smell. Could be me. It's it's an intimidating stature, and he tries to stand up and make himself really tall, but he's a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> and Emma tries desperately not to laugh. Well, shall we go try and find this? What Sunrise Hill, Sunset Hill, Sun Sun Something Hill, Sun Sunburn Hill, Sunburn, Sunburn. I realized that I pronounced it incorrectly with the accent, and I just decided to go ah. with it. Okie uh, And the the things that he was eating was just animals, right? There's no like loot or anything. No, <laughs> no. These are like these are like wild, like wild pigs and like a a buffalo and something like that. If any of them had antlers, can Emma put them on on her head and be like, "Hey, Tort, now I look like you." <laughs> no, <laughs> no antlers. It's a problem, I don't think she'd do that. Yeah, so lucky she she would she didn't do that. I don't think Emma would do that yet. Maybe eventually. You never know. Tor might be into that. I think that's why he's saying I'm very lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good. Alright, so uh, we head towards... So head we head north-ish. North he said north. It's not... It's a couple hours off the road, so kind of... Well, north, north. now here's... Without giving you an exact location, like... You guys know that if you're going to head straight north from where you are into the Serbrin Hills, like you're going to be traveling for like a day and a half. Cuz you are yeah. not you are not up by Serbrin Hills according to the map. Oh, but oh, okay. It's a couple hours from him flying. Yeah, now that I'm looking at Serbrin Hills, cuz I realized that's actually on the other side of the long road. Mhm. Mm so let's get to Long Saddle and see if anyone has information about our 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 frost giant there. Mm -hmm. Hashtag. Because like, how far up on the road are we? How so far are we from Long Saddle? If you're looking at if you're looking at the map, you are probably straight across from where the L is on Star Metal Hill. Oh yeah, jeez. So you're like, what is that, a third of the way to Long Saddle between Tribor and Long Saddle? Yeah. I, yeah. I know I know these level of measurements are so fun for podcast, but Yeah, no, because so we still have like two more days to Long Saddle. And if we went 
straight north, we would hit the foothills of Cerberan Hill, but that would almost be just as long as it would take us to get the long saddle. Yeah. Mm. So looking at the map, Emma's going to suggest we remember this information and keep going to long saddle. Agreed. That sounds good to me. Okay, so as you guys continue heading north, staying on the road, I need, oh, let's see, road trail. I need Cornelius. There is, uh, let's see, one option, two option, three. I need you to roll me a D3. Ready. How about a one? (laughs) I'm on a roll already. Yeah, you are. As you guys are continuing heading north, you guys come across a uh, what looks like a uh, uh, some uh, either a peasant or maybe a like a merchant um, with a horse-drawn wagon who has a collection of things in this wagon. You know what it is. You're not quite sure. Supplies. You know, their livelihood, it might be a trading caravan. Not really sure, but this is what you are coming up upon. We're approaching a mobile gaming command center. (laughs) Uh, Howdy, folks. We're full-time RVers. Uh, Wouldn't they be like full-time caravanners? Full-time caravanners. We're just looking for a place to hook up and settle down for the night. This is all we need and, is an outhouse and a well. <laughs> and this is our cat, <laughs> pal. <laughs> He's gonna slap one of the uh, Cornelius is gonna slap one of the wheels and go. How many horsepower is the baby got? <laughs> That's it's it's not a single merchant. It's two of them, and their name and their names are Petunia and Rattle with their cat pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Daisy and Shake and Buddy. <laughs> Petunia <laughs> rattling bell. <laughs> we have to come across this cut. <laughs> like every so often. We're just we're just traveling through. Uh, do you like my buzz cut? I recently got it. Nice. So they're coming. They're coming south from the north, right? No, it, it actually just looks like they've either stopped or slowed down. You know, pulled off the side of the road. Whether they're, you know, feeding the horses or or whatnot, you're not quite sure which direction they're going through just by looking at them. All right, and they don't look like they're distressed over anything. Mm-mm. Nope. Just looks like a, another group of travelers that had to pull over for you know. Feeding time. A little pit stop. Yep. Hmm. This guys... is where I'm like, well, Emma would just keep going. Okay. All right. And there's nothing wrong but... with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. I mean, she'd probably sort of give them like a, like a, some sort of like, hello, you know, yeah. like, just like a little like. P- Peter would uh, smile, nod, and kind of, you know, do a little half-assed wave as we, as we walk by. Emma doesn't smile, but she also does like the nod and the like kind of wave. So Daisy and Shake know the uh, the niceness of people here in Utah. So like, as soon as you guys walk by, you know, and they see you, they both just like wave, like you guys are long lost best friends. Uh, uh, save, save travels on the road. 
Torben saunters over and looks them both in the eyes and says, "If we ever meet, you know where to find. You know what I want." And just uh, gives my head nod. But I am so out of it. Did you? <laughs> did you see? Did you see that fellow with antlers, Petunia? Look at that guy. Come on, Torben. Torben just walks over, sees a pineapple sitting in their cart, turns it over, walks. Torben doesn't have the energy to everybody today. He's just gonna put that there. Why did that? Why did that young man turn our watermelon upside down? Oh, that was dear. the that was the craziest looking the craziest looking elk I've ever seen. Come on, Tor. Uh, Viridian will grab Torben's hand and sort of guide him along. That was on the other side. Come on, Tor. Yes, please. Wow, you hear you hear rattle. Wow, that's what I call fast food. Cornelius <laughs> <laughs> is gonna say, uh, "What? What nice people!" But uh, they they didn't offer us any road ham. <laughs> <coughs> oh, we don't sell ham. We sell hamburgers out of our cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a hamburger is a piece of beef, don't you know? Yeah, for only a dollar. And then you hear it like from the cart. <laughs> then you hear from the cart. You're not even gonna make enough money off that rattle. You're gonna run out of money. <laughs> Emma, okay. Emma's gonna toss them two coins, but not take anything. I'm so sorry for my party. Have some money. Safe travel. <laughs> Let me keep us moving. Look, Petunia, we can we can start our tumbleweed farm now. <laughs> oh, <Lord. gosh. laughs> oh god! Oh god! I'm <laughs> 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 I hope they return in the campaign. I'm just gonna make them random road encounters all the time. Yes, I've already please, written down Petunia Rattle and Cat Pal. Oh god. <laughs> oh. Selling their exotic meat throughout the <laughs> their, their watermelon, exotic meat, and <laughs> tumbleweeds. <laughs> Episode 49, the inside joke. <laughs> Oh man, so All many right. so many inside jokes. Our viewers have no idea. Oh my, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Alright, Rattle, you you heard the man. You know, your hamburgers and tumbleweeds just might take off after all. Quick, eat the watermelon. <laughs> Oh God, that was that was great. I'm so glad I decided to double down on that. Can we have a T-shirt for that, please? Yeah. Watermelon, <laughs> exotic 
Watermelon tumbleweeds. What else could go wrong? <laughs> Watermelon tumbleweeds and exotic meat. <laughs> the sign said oh. hamburgers, but hamburgers is spelled wrong with a Z. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh man! <laughs> Rattles tumbleweed farm. <laughs> Perfect because you don't have to grow anything. You just gotta wait for it all to die. <laughs> it's 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 Rattles Tumbleweed Farm and Petunia's Produce. Petunia's oh, yeah. and Goose. Rattle Rattle has his own newspaper. It's called Shake Rattle and Roll. <laughs> Thank God, Shake Rattle and Roll. That's funny. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. Okay. The third dice, as you guys were rolling. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> How's that nat, nat one ramble? You need okay. more D3? No, no, no. I just needed to catch my breath. <laughs> so, still being sick, it, you know, laugh that hard. Mm. I'm over here, you know, with a blue Dying. face because I can't breathe. I mean, I could, I could be at the base of a mountain selling jars of air for people that can't breathe in the mountains. <laughs> I, I would buy one. <laughs> it was rough in Utah. <laughs> All right, so as you guys travel through, you know, the rest of the day, pretty uneventful. You don't really see anyone of note. Uh, You know, no one really catches your eye. But as the sun starts to go down, you guys are starting to look for, uh, you know, a good spot to put up your tents and bedrolls, all that jazz. And you come across... Oh, go ahead. Tiny hut. Yep, tiny hut. And as you guys are... uh, looking for a place to put up your tiny hut you run across a uh, a dragonborn who's sitting around you know getting a campfire up and running uh, with his little one man tent and his sleeping sleep and roll uh, right off right off the side of the road is he a cute dragonborn uh, let's see it, uh, it just says it does not say he's a cute dragonborn. It just says male dragonborn. Eh, he's hey cute. Then, Evening. <laughs> Mind if we set up camp nearby? He he just kind of looks up and. Oh, not at all, please. Hello, traveler. Won't you join our us around our fire? Uh. It, it appears that you're going to be joining me around mine. My name is Sarvin. What was that? Sarvin. 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 Like Marvin, but with an S. And another A. Viridian sticks out her hand. I'm Viridian. And he takes your tiny hand in his big claw. Nice to meet you. I'm assuming you guys all introduce yourself to Sarvin and vice versa. Peter's, Peter, when uh, he says, I'm Peter, uh, there's a lot of dragon kind around here. That's nice. Name's Cornelius. Perhaps you've heard of me. Uh, can't say I have, actually. In passing? 
Uh, well, uh, if you count this encounter, then yes. <laughs> Cornelius just goes around. That's Cornelius's shoulder. Per- perhaps you've heard of me? Uh, today? Well, then you have heard of me. <laughs> As of right at this moment, yes, I have now. Uh, like, with you introducing yourself. <laughs> Someone just shakes her head of like, how did I end up with these people? <laughs> my my uh, reputation so, precedes me. So, uh, what? what what brings uh, a merry crew like you onto the roads of the long road? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. End up the long saddle. That's that's what I meant to say. Yeah, it's been a, a whiskey. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, actually. Please. Torben holds out his horn. <laughs> if you're offering. Uh, I was making a joke because I totally botched that sentence, but I guess we're getting drunk. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Sarvin, Sarvin is now a drinker. <laughs> Let's see if Sarvin's constitution is, uh, is up, up to snuff. Oh, God. I have, oh, God. I have, a, I have a stat block if you're really going to go this way. <laughs> Hey, no puking in my in my tiny hunt, otherwise I'll kick you out, don't you know? Don't That's okay, they can they can to look at Birdie and say, I'm hoping to spend the night in his tent. <laughs> wink wink. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Well, uh, not to make this a, a wasted prospect for you, but you don't have the parts I'm looking for. Alright. Do I need to send the two of you? I don't have the energy for a double entendres tonight. I don't have the energy for double entendres tonight. I think One might of... like that. <laughs> no, I'm talking. Everybody's talking to Torben and Cornelius. <laughs> uh, Torben will say, uh, I'll go to the tent if you'll join me, lovely Emma. <sighs> Lord have mercy. As you can see, he does it to everybody. Ah, mm. you're one of those traveling groups. Okay. Oh, just him. Oh. I would like to apologize for my extremely outspoken friend. Again. Again. <laughs> so what brings the five of you out onto the long road? We're looking for a good tumbleweed salesman. Do you know one? Uh, I... in the weeds. In fact, I just... <laughs> I just... I just passed a lovely couple of uh, further south named, um, what was it? Um, a petunia and rattles. R- r- yes, r- rattle petunia and their their cat pal. Yes, they uh, <laughs> they sold some other exotic too. exotic meats and watermelon along with their tumbleweeds. <laughs> I should have gotten a watermelon. It oh, was well. quite it was quite fresh. Dang. Anyway. Where are you traveling right now? Uh, I'm headed north to Long Saddle, and after that, I have some business to attend to in Twilight Tour. Do you want to join Yeah, that's uh, the same direction we're actually going as well. Is that right? I don't suppose you know a, um, 
frost giant named Harshnag. Harshnag. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. I uh, I have in fact run across this Harshnag on several occasions. Well, we are we're looking to talk to him about some uh, things that are going on in the giant world. Mm. We we have a mutual friend, and we're we're looking for him. Uh, mm. it is it has been quite some time since I've run across him. Last time was, oh goodness, I think it was over by River Mirar in the Crags. Uh, but that's way further north. Um, uh, that must have been, oh goodness, last winter that that happened. Well, we heard it from our mutual friend that he was in the Star Metal Hills. Well, if he is in Star Metal Hills, there's a good chance that he will be around Twilight Tour. Exactly. Which kind of why we're going to Long Saddle and out to Twilight Tour. You are welcome to travel with us. You can strand us. She kind of looks at Tor. <laughs> <laughs> Torben does one of those little finger waves towards her. Uh, if we are going to travel together, how about we take it day by day? That is quite understandable. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad this conversation didn't turn very awkward. Again. Again. <laughs> For the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life with this group. Well, Peter's just kind of nod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something to be said to for a pretty appreciating all parts. <laughs> Ten Thank minutes. <sighs> I believe Viridian had something to say. Emma, do you want me to put up the tiny hut? Uh, tiny hut would be good. I cast tiny hut. All right. Around everyone, including uh, Starvin. All right. Starvin? <laughs> Starvin Marvin. <laughs> Sarvin. Sarvin. S-A-A-R-V-I-N. I N S A A R V I N Sarvin. Sarvin. Okay, oh. that's where the other A goes. Okay. What kind of dragonborn is he? Like, uh, what color? Uh, why does color have to matter, Maria? Mm, gold. <laughs> oh, is he the gold dragon we saw earlier? No, that was a copper uh, no. dragon. Yeah. Copper. <laughs> All right, so mm. you guys grab some sleep in your nice, nice safe little tiny, tiny hut. hut. Happy hut. All right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you guys wake up the next morning, and Viridian, roll me a perception check. Okay. Eleven. As you're getting your stuff put together, 
<clears throat> as you're getting your stuff put together, you notice there's a little wooden figurine of you that's now been placed among your stuff. I take and examine it. Would that be investigation? Inspect? No, you don't even need to roll for it. It's it looks like a little whittled figurine of you made out of wood. Was sorry. I smiled last night. And is Sarvin awake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go over to him and ask Sarvin, did you make this? Uh, it is It is a hobby of mine. I like to whittle. I love um, it. Can Torben check his bag? Uh, if, I if, don't think he had time to make more than one. If he, if you guys check your bags, like Viridian's the only one that has one. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Listen, Viridian. Torben grew up in the Fey. Little miniature things like that never a good sign when in the Fey. So, I mean, it would make sense that Torben would get paranoid at that. And Viridian would be excited. That's yeah. totally yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Viridian would. Would smile and give Sarvin a really big hug. Thank uh, you, thank you. I love it. Uh, 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 you, you are welcome. She's the sweet one. Uh, uh, apparently, I chose uh, correctly for the first night in which I've met you to whittle one of you. Um, Peter is, you know, being quiet and walking around, and um, I would like to slide a hand to that wooden piece. I'm assuming after she puts it in her back, right? Yep. Uh, Roll a slide of hand, I suppose. Fifteen. Viridian, roll a perception. Please roll high. Please roll high. Oh, it's a 12. So it's like Pansy came over and just kind of helped you throw your backpack on. Like, that's basically what happened. And in Um, that opportunity, she was able to... Palm it. Yep. And I will be the last one out of camp. Just going to make sure that our fire's put out completely and the, it is going in the embers. <laughs> I might not know what's going on, but uh, Torben is uh, in agreement with this plan. Even if he's um, Pansy. That shit's dangerous, uh, man. Pansy being a uh, changeling one of the things is is things shouldn't look like other things. They do, changing there's something about um, dolls and idols and stuff that I read, and I can't remember exactly what it was. 
but they don't like um, likenesses, like statues, dolls, and idols. Mm-hmm. So that's why she is. This isn't. This is. This is going. Either either way, whether or not you dislike it's reason for disliking it or not, it's weird that a stranger gives an, uh, a statue of somebody. Definitely, just smart decision. Mm-hmm. Cornelius is going to elbow Tor. Yeah, what's up, boss? Cornelius is going to elbow Tor, and he's going to say, "Do you think his dad was a dragon, or do you think his mom was a dragon?" Oh shoot! And how would that work? I mean, it is one of my life goals to bet a dragon, but hmm, I assumed it would be the way that I died, so I, it must be that his mother was a dragon. Makes more sense, in my opinion. <laughs> Both my parents were half dragon. I just also got their halves of the half dragon. Oh, <laughs> Does that mean they could have had full dragon? <laughs> half dragon plus half dragon equals half dragon. That math doesn't add up. <laughs> I mean, actually, it does. Yeah. Oh, you also, uh, technically, uh, it exactly uh, adds uh, up. <laughs> if you if you have yes, but if you have if you have two halves, so it's like two pies, and both of them are half elf, half dragon. Then you become a full dragon. You would be a, you know, no. half of elf and. Uh, a would be an elf and a don't make me draw those those. What the frick are those squares called? The Punt. Listen, I understand. Punt I understand. Squares. If you have half a pie, a apple pie, and half a chocolate pie, and you put them together, it'd be a chapel pie. Um. That yes, doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I see. Ah, Giggles and Dragons is the name of this episode. (laughs) Oh man, there have been a lot of dragons. You guys have rolled for a lot of dragons on the uh, on the table, so yeah. And let's be honest. The character that was uh, supposed to be Shake over there on the road was dragging this dick around. <laughs> oh, no! That's disgusting, and that's where we're... That's our cliffhanger, is rattle... <laughs> we'll see you next week! <laughs> oh, God. What?